0: goodness, it feels so good to be back. This is Talking Tales, the podcast. I'm Totally Randy.
1: And I'm Demis White.
0: All right. And this episode was created by Irv Gotti, song by Fetty Wap, Trap Queen, and it was directed by Benny Boom. Okay.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, Tales came back with a bang. They were located outside of the famous Blue Flame in Atlanta, strip clubs, you had trap music. You had a lot of bad trapping you had rappers you had the strippers you had the whole nine this episode to me was them trying to take it back to the streets um what i got a story to tell it was more of a suspense you had the police involved you had a lot of different angles cheating um moral stances with this episode there wasn't a lot of moral stances um the main characters who were Lance Gross and Totally Randy, who was the woman that was, you know, walking in the mean coat?
0: Her name is Michelle. I'm pretty sure I am going to butcher her last name. So uh, I'm going to call her Michelle And But don't worry, a little bit later, I'll go ahead and give you guys uh, her Twitter and her, her name. But I would want to go ahead and, and give it out there for Lance Gross. He was a real kind of not tense, but just a good boy, you know, in House of Pain. That's when I first saw Lance Gross. And to see him evolve into this actor, like, he just really personifies the bad guy role. Like, I don't know what that's about. I mean, he's a great family man in real life. But he really has been personifying this bad guy, this, this gangster, this street guy, this hood guy. And he really, really just embodied, like, this character, and Reggie is Lance Gross. Lance Gross is Reggie. Really, really loved him in that.
1: And you know what? She has a point, because I'll be perfectly honest with you. When the show first started, I kind of looked at the Reggie character as almost a throwaway character, because when I think of Fetty Wops Trap Queen, I think of the woman. I think of the woman who's behind the man, the woman who's grinding, and in essence, that's what this show was about, or this episode was about. But more than that, it was about his queen take the trap out of it for a second it was about his woman coming into the scene and telling him hey look you're doing this wrong and you can't keep secrets from me and that's one of the first things i noticed about this episode it was that reggie that was just lance gross's character he was kind of screwing up from the jump because the one thing you can't do when you have a woman that's down to do anything for you is keep secrets from her
0: Right, I agree with that. And Crystal, who's played by Michelle Michnor, which by the way, her uh, handle on Twitter is M Michnor. That's M M I T C H E N O R. She did a great job as Crystal. Uh, you want to think of it as Rihanna's Good Girl Gone Bad. That's the vibe I was getting from Michelle. Uh, Crystal. That's her her name on the show, uh, on the on the episode. Crystal is your typical good girl. She believes in her hood guy. Her hood guy, Lance Gross had goals in his mouth. Okay. At at the bottom, the bottom row, it was goals there. And then here she is looking like she's standard out of corporate, but she believed in this guy and she wants to build a life, a family and a business. And right now she's really just this good girl that's with this guy that's trying to build for their family. And my I had one problem with Crystal, and maybe this is good guys' demands. I don't know. I mean, good girls' demands. You go ahead and tell me. But if your man already have issues with trying to run the club, where does he get this huge rock?
1: I think sometimes when you're in love and you want to believe the best in someone, you want to believe that they're really out there trying to do better with their life, and you want to believe that they saved up money and they went to Jared's and got a loan and they did all these things. Well, guess what? Stop letting your heart lie to you because your mind really knows what's going on. The show sort of starts off with Lance Gross in the club. He's meeting up with these two guys. They're trap guys. And they're using his club to set up meetings to sell drugs. Lance Gross wants them to give him dope so he can start selling drugs himself. What well, they tell him, hey, look, this isn't what you do. You're not a drug dealer. You're not really a gangster. You just kind of a guy that has a lot of connections. So Lance Gross is like, Hey, man, y'all don't want to help me out, fine. So what does he do outside of his own club? He goes into their trunk. He looks through their things. Now, these are two gangsters, two seasoned Atlanta trap dudes, and they leave about a million dollars worth of cash in their trunk. They leave about five, six kilos in their trunk, and they leave a big diamond ring in their trunk. Now, to remind the audience totally, Randy, where did that big diamond ring come from?
0: Okay. Immediately, my radar, my my scripted TV sense just kind of went off here uh, because they kept mentioning Slim, and they kept, you know, they showed the bag of money and they showed the ring. So automatically I went back to Story to Tell, uh, the Biggie Smalls episode. Now, if you're just tuning in to Tells, and a lot of you guys are, thank you for tweeting with us tonight. A lot of you guys are just tuning in to Tells. You gotta go back and watch the first three episodes. They're standalone episodes. As a matter of fact, all, all of the episodes are standalone episodes because they're based off of a song, based off of a tale. So Story to Tell was the third episode and it was based off of Biggie's Story to Tell. And Slim is a, is a drug you know, drug guy, drug Lord, and he meets up with this woman. They have an affair. Her husband come home. He have to fake a robbery. That's where the ring comes from because she had just gotten engaged. And so he has to steal the ring, their cash, everything and, and bounces. Okay. That Money and that ring was in that bag. So here we see Reggie takes the ring. Before we even see Slim, we just hear about Slim. But before we even see Slim, we see Reggie take that ring out of that bag.
1: And the part that's sort of baffling, but I suppose that ignorance makes for good television at times because, you know, you're watching it as a fan and that somebody would come and sense thinking, what kind of criminal... Would steal a big five-carat diamond ring that an NBA guy got for his Instagram model wife and give it to his woman who's working in the same club with the guys that he just stole it from. That makes no sense at all. But apparently to Reggie, it made perfect sense. And looking back on it after I watched the episode and kind of was riding to the studio, it sort of made me think. That's sort of what hood guys do. They make dumb decisions at times. And those dumb decisions lead them to getting either put in jail or caught up in these streets.
0: I I would have to agree with you. Um, I I agree with that. You know, I know you mentioned earlier, you were like, well, why didn't he take the ring and do something else with it? You know, why didn't he wash it or why didn't he, um, you know, sell it and then buy her her own ring? True enough. But think, you know, I also think about it as well. If you have collateral like that, those guys really don't care about that. I mean, they care about diamonds, don't get me wrong. But if they stole someone's ring, they really don't care about that. They care about the cash. They care about the money. That's where my mind is going towards. But then again, I'm not a trap queen. So let's let's keep moving on. I want to talk about something. Uh, I want to talk about the the situation with her and Unique. So Unique, uh, J. Parker Kennedy... By the way, really dope actrix- actress from Black Sails. I can't talk today. But she's a really cool actress from Black Sails. Right, this is One of your favorite shows, right, on Stars,
1: Of course. It's a pirate show. Nothing like Tails. But, hey, look. Her character was the same kind of woman on Tails that she is on Black Sails. Fearless. Down for her team. Right. The whole nine. And I have to give her an apology, actually. Because throughout the whole episode, and I can honestly blame this on totally Randy, not myself. Oh, wow. somebody I won't say her name put up a poll should you trust unique and if I'm not mistaken the last time I looked at that poll like 75% of you all were like don't trust her well I will tell you this there were several instances in this episode where I literally looked at totally Randy and said "She's about to set them up she about to get them they shouldn't trust her. why they doing this and um well we'll let you know what happened later in the episode but let's just say I was I was surprised and, um, you know, it ended not like I thought it would end.
0: Well, you know what? It's it's very interesting. Let me go ahead and give you the numbers. Thank you for bringing up the poll. Yes, I did. And thank you guys for voting and retweeting and liking it. 84% said, nah, bruh. Exactly like that. Nah, bruh. 84% of you guys said, no, not to trust her. 11% said, too soon to tell. So you guys, that those are my educated groups. That's I, I, I don't have enough uh, uh, information to make an educated you know, decision or comment about this. So you guys are my educated group. And then 5% of you guys said, yes, girl code. Okay? Yes, girl code. Now, see, it could go either way, which is the reason why I put up the poll. Because a lot of times when you have, uh, Unique, by the way, as a stripper. Okay? She is a stripper and she works there. And she's kind of like uh, Reggie's right hand woman okay crystal is reggie's woman but unique is like she's like that friend that's down that right hand woman and at first i was really thinking like please don't let this be an affair kind of thing and they did not have an affair at all relationship completely platonic you know reggie was like look you're running this okay while my woman is the is the good woman in the dark over here all right did i completely agree with that no, but that we're not here to talk about whether I agree with that or not. So, <laughs> Unique really looked like, on the on the surface, she looked like the woman that was going to get jealous. She looked like the woman that was going to say, how dare you put this rock on her finger while I'm doing your dirty work. She looked like the woman that was going to be like, you know what, I'm going to set you both up because I need to get my cash. When really, she was just a down since day one type chick.
1: You know what's totally, Randy? You know, I have to disagree with you on something. We do care about your opinion when it comes to these things because Tales, the podcast, is not just about a play-by-play jump of the episode. It's about us talking about what we thought and felt when we watched this episode. You know, the first thing I thought when I saw Unique, I thought to myself, I thought of the memes. The memes that say, hey, your cousin or your sister with the big old butt and the pretty face lost her job and can she stay at your house for the weekend? And you know, you have people like she can't stay in my house or no my man wouldn't do nothing like that Well, that's kind of what unique represented to me right. because when you first meet her you see Reggie lying to his woman This right. woman that he gives all the money to right. his woman he loves He's literally lying to her face to tell another woman something that his woman doesn't know right now that's relationship none goes number one you never give another woman some secrets over your woman. And then not only that, but this woman now has a lot of your woman for you. Right. So when she did that, I kind of felt like in the beginning, you know, Unique like was kind of sneaky, whatever. But throughout the episode, I'm learning that, hey, look, she's actually having Reggie's back. Because if it wasn't for her, to be honest with you, with the dumb decisions he was making, before his woman got involved, if it wasn't for Unique, he might have got caught up before that.
0: Right. And you know what? It's, it's, it's so interesting in looking at Unique's character and how she played out. All you see in the beginning is you see her doing that. You see her lying to Crystal for Reggie. You also see her, you know, trying to get real chummy chummy with Crystal. You see her giving her wedding cake and stuff like that. And and Crystal's like, I'm not trying to get fat, you know, for my wedding. You know, you do the cake. Shout out to the New Orleans. Uh, I can't think of the, the it's the king cake. The king cake. Okay. All my, all my Louisiana family, you know, I'm Creole. So (laughs) shout out to the new Orleans king cake. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So you, you're looking at her saying that she's doing everything that just looks like someone that's extremely sneaky, but in, in essence, unique actually represented the friend. Now don't get me wrong. Don't get this twisted. We know we have them out there. Oh, come on. You know, you have them out there. Okay. Unique represented that friend. That's not very smart. She's loyal. That's it. She's not smart. She's just extremely, extremely loyal. She she do exactly what you tell her to do, and her loyalty is unmatched. You know what I mean? She don't have the brains like like Crystal have the brains of the operation. You have some friends like that. She know her role, and she plays her role.
1: Okay, and let let me give you all a little backstory on why she made the comment about she's not this smart. Okay, so after Reggie steals all these things, and you know they start selling drugs. What happens is the guys that he steal the drugs from, they go to their connect to pay the connect. He tells them, you're $21,000 short. Both of the guys are looking at each other. They're like, wait a minute, I didn't take it. I didn't take it either. So as they're sitting there, it crosses their mind. Yo, there's only one person that could have took our stuff. He's the only person who had access to it. He's the only person that, that knew what we do. And they figured out it was Reggie. So as Reggie is at the studio or at the club or wherever he at, The two guys run up in the house and they run up on his woman. They put a gun to her head. They tell her, your man is out here doing dirt. He stole from us. Don't let him get you killed. They find the money. They take it. And at that point, that's where you kind of see the turning point. That's where you see her go from the down chick, good woman to the woman that's like, hey, look, you're my man. Because this is what she wants to do. She wants to leave town. She wants to get away from all of this. And Reggie is like, I'm a gangster, I'm not running I'm gonna teach you how to shoot a gun And in like, I don't know 14 seconds She goes from like not having ever held a gun To hitting, you know, glass bottles At like a 50 foot clip But you know, that's not need to hear that <laughs> And what totally Randy Back referencing that Unique comes to her and says Yeah, we can sell drugs like this We can go sell the drugs ourselves You, me, and Reggie And she looks at her like we got like 50 strippers in here with felonies. Right. Why in the world would we do that? And that's kind of what Unique represents. She wants to be down, but she's making suggestions that we get all of them life.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, it's the fight or flight thing with Crystal. Okay. Every woman is going to say, hey, let's get out of town. I'm not about to lose my life over, you know, we don't even really have, they didn't really have anything at the time that looked like they had a small apartment, you know, so it's fight or flight. And Reggie said to fight. And us women, y'all know it, y'all know it, come on. We go hard for our men, you know? Our love, we follow those men over a cliff and then some, you know? So it's like, Crystal is like, hey, I'm gonna fight. And and that's exactly what I meant by unique. And it's nothing wrong with being that friend. I feel like when I say not that smart, I'm not saying that she she's a dumb person or I'm not putting her down. What I'm saying is every woman has, a role okay and in your friendships you can look at the friend and say hey my friend's a little blonde okay She she's not very she's not very quick but you are quick and you and you know it by the way shout out to tammy rivera malfris malfris Malfers. that last name kills me all the time what's waka's last name Malfers."
1: I think it's the last name, Flocka. I think it's Tammy Flocka.
0: No, it's Malfur's. She has it, M-A-L-P-H-U-R-S. Yeah,
1: but on this show, we're going to refer to her as Mrs. Walker, Mrs. Tammy flocker Rivera. <laughs>
0: okay, I think that's a tongue twister, Mrs. Tammy Walker Flocka Rivera. Yes. Okay, I, I, I got it on the first try. One take, Judy. Shout out to Tammy. She was looking like a spicy hot Cheeto out there. I, I was like, she's in her red. She had her lemonade braids in. She looked absolutely great.
1: And uh, I like how the writers... And producers of this episode I like how they managed to even though you know Tammy she had a couple scenes but she only really had one speaking scene right and in the one speaking scene she had she was negotiating with Reggie and Crystal and unique about hey look I need a bigger cut of these profits if we go sell this stuff outside of the club and the other girls kind of looked to her like hey look is this okay deal are we doing good by ourselves and in that one scene even though like I said it wasn't a lot it kind of shows you that she has a hustler's mentality because if you follow her on instagram or twitter she's always hustling always supporting waka and in this case even though like i said it's only a 15 second clip it shows her hustling and i like that about Tails. it manages to give people to have cameos a little bit of who they really are
0: right i totally agree with that and um I thought I think that's very much you know so super awesome. I just want to piggyback before we we go further on into the the episode, um, just a little bit about about Lance Gross. I just wanted to drop some gems. Is that okay? I'm a huge fan of his. Okay, is that okay with you, Demes?
1: You're kind of getting off topic, but all
0: I, I meant to, I'm sorry. I meant to do this a little bit earlier, but it's a good little transition before we go on to the rest of the episode, but just a little bit of gems about Lance gross. Cause you guys love slim. Okay. And we'll, we'll get to him. Cause you know, slim, we've been hearing about him, but we hadn't seen him, you know, as of yet, but uh, a little bit about Lance gross is um, he is actually an amazing photographer like uh, amazing photographer. I know that sounds weird. I know that's weird. I know it's off off subject. But I'm thinking about how his acting skills is really just really progressed. And I don't know if that has to do have to do with the fact that he was still in character for Tales for this episode. He was playing a character for the um the story with, with uh Tammy Roman and and Little Mama. You know which one I'm talking about. I can't think of the title of the of the show as of yet, but I'm looking at him, his picture playing that role in that movie and him playing this role in Tales and it's the same guy. So the writers must have thought, hey, what a great way to just go ahead and transition Lance Gross into this role. Okay, I I know there's there's a means to my madness Demes, but I was just talking about how he had developed and him playing that role. They just used him use that same character because in that role he's also kind of like a, a gangster pimp guy and she's she's a stripper as well so they have the exact same like his haircut is the same the goals in his mouth come from that role everything is the same for lance gross and they put him here in this episode So I just wanted to drop that little gem that, you know, he's he's doing that. And the fact that he's an amazing photographer and he loves photography outside of acting. So if you didn't know that about him, then I'm just kind of letting you guys, you fans know that about him. I got some cool little nuggets about Slim as well. but
1: okay, thank you for the biography. (laughs) Um, I didn't know that's what (laughs) Tills was. But, you know, totally random. She does that sometimes. (laughs) I got to give her leeway. Um, It's who she is. Okay, so back to Tills. Right. Um. Now, what you start to see happening after Crystal comes in the picture and she finds out they're dealing drugs and she almost gets killed and he teaches her kind of how to hold a gun, you start to see them transition from being small time to getting a four-bedroom house with a pool and a tennis court and it's fully furnished and they have a walk-in safe. Well, not a walk-in safe, but they have a safe in the house. And at this point, they start getting money. Um, She starts wearing her hair differently. She starts sitting on a bar differently. One thing, though, and, you know, I've never sold drugs in my life. I'm just an avid listener of trap music. I honestly have no idea why this whole episode, Reggie and Crystal were handling drugs and money. In their club, where their old boss got locked up at. He got arrested, and Reggie took over the club for him. And after that, Reggie (laughs) starts to sell drugs and handle money in the same club that his boss got locked up at in and that he stole the stuff from the guys in you know what i'll have to sit down with irv and the producers one day hopefully soon and they can explain to me the thought process behind all of that but they start to come up in a world and that's when unique kind of comes back around again she's like hey look what's up with the wedding you know don't forget about the wedding that's a theme throughout this whole show right unique is more excited about the wedding than crystal because throughout the whole episode from the beginning all the way through she's the one constantly telling her, "Hey girl, be excited. Be excited. Be excited."
0: Yeah. Um I think unique was I mean, I'm sorry. I think Crystal was excited excited at first. Um but after you go through something and experience the gun being held to your head, I think her whole mind just kind of transitioned and then Reggie opened her up to a world. I mean, think about it. She's in designer shoes, you know, he buys her a mink, you know, and she says, you know, I have everything that that I want yet. And still, she's still pursuing this selling drugs and and trapping. She's pursuing the trap life, even though she's like, Oh, I have everything that I want. She didn't, she didn't have everything she wanted. She loved the life and, and you get to see that. And, Unfortunately, that life, like you said, ends up putting you in jail or putting you in a casket. There's very few people that that are um, that is that that's not the norm for. It, OK, you know, they they come out of it and I wouldn't say unscathed, but they come out of it and, and they have they live a life. But it's very, 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 very few, you know, so. Unfortunately, uh, like you said, the same club that he was in that he never left, <laughs> the guys who were looking for him came back and said that we found him and there was a shootout. And it was interesting to see Crystal t- pull that gun out and take that uh, stance. Uh, uh,
1: Moving a little bit too fast, Holy Randy, because there is something before we get to that part that I want to go back and discuss. Okay, well, what? And that? you mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. She walks out of the shower. And she's in a towel, she has her hair wrapped in a towel, she has her body wrapped in a towel, and there's a box on the bed. She opens up this box, and there's this gorgeous mink coat. She puts on a mink coat, but this is something that stood out to me, and this is why, and this is not a knock on BT. I love BT and all the creative content they're now producing, but this is one of the reasons why I love shows on premium television, and uh, maybe BT can get on premium TV one day. Because in the real world, when you buy your woman a $15,000 mink coat, she's going to take off that towel and put that mink coat on. And when she comes down the stairs, she's not going to take time to do her hair and do her makeup and put on lingerie. She's going to come down the stairs in that mink coat by herself. And that's going to lead to one of the nicest intimate scenes. I'll uh, clean it up for, you know, the ring public that I've ever seen on cable television. Um, these two have a certain kind of chemistry that you know if i was you know watching i would be like hey babe i gotta talk to you about this scene you did with Lance gross all right like (laughs) he asked you to come take no photography lessons with him right like i'm gonna need i'm gonna need to have some (laughs) questions because um that scene was kind of fire, and that was pretty much their last encounter before you know Things happen when they happen, like totally Randy was alluding looking to before I interrupted her.
0: Yes, I'm so sorry about that. Um, I, I love that scene, too. Like, sh- can we go ahead and just give a shout out to black love scenes on TV? They they did not want to see us on TV, um, you know, in love and, and sharing our love. And so to see black people and black love scenes on television is 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 great. So shout out to that. Uh, because we're humans, okay? And we love each other and we make love, period. All right? So stop your ears up for someone else. I mean, I'm just saying. So shout out to that. But yes, uh, moving on. So she that stand she took was like she's fully into trap mode now. And 90% of you guys, maybe 99.999% of you guys that are listening to this podcast right now, you've never trapped. You know, you've never, uh, what's, what's the lyrics? Hit the bando. You've never done (laughs) it. Um, look,
1: don't let her speak for you all. I've been trapping my whole life.
0: Yeah. Trapping books. Okay. He's been slinging books. So yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's just, you just, you haven't, you know what I mean? So you don't know, um, You know you don't know the transition but we kind of see it it's hard to rush that transition i mean irv and and the creative directors and and benny boom they did a really good job with this episode with kind of telling a story because it's hard to to put a transition from a good girl into a trap queen and and put it in one hour and tell the rest of the story surrounding that. So that's very, very hard to do, but we do see her transition and by this time she's in full trap queen mode. I mean no short curly little corporate hairdo. I mean she got the bundles, baby, twenty to twenty two inches down her back, straight, you know, like straight lace, just super bone straight, okay? And she takes this stand and they're bussing on her dude. She pulls out her gun and cock on like what what's the little Kim lyrics? Pull out my nine as I clock on mine? Something like that? I,
1: I don't know. What I don't, don't listen to New York hip hop. I'm from Houston. This is UGK die.
0: Don't ever disrespect New York like that.
1: Like I said, the girl been in New York fifty five times in her life. And she <laughs> think that, you know, she's from Queens. But um the thing is, right? These two guys, now. Let me give y'all some more background about, you know, and this is another thing too, networks, all right? I know y'all listening to me, you know, BET, uh, Stars, HBO. I know y'all listening to me. Give these talented creators of content a little more time. This was an amazing episode. And what you have going on is you have a 60 minute show and you're trying to create a whole storyline in a 60 minute show. And let's take out about 20 minutes for commercials. So you have 40 minutes to give me a story from start to finish. Hey, bro, we need a little more time. And next season, hey, I'm asking on behalf of Irv and everybody else over there, give the man a little bit more time. Maybe we can start giving episodes, two episodes a piece or something. I don't know. But either way, that's need to hear there. The point is, like totally Randy said, these two guys come in the club. They yell at Lance Gross, we finally found you. Even though he's been in this club. Every night for like the last year. But they yell, (laughs) we finally found you. And they start shooting. They shoot around the person. They shoot him. He falls. She pulls out the gun. She aims it. One shot. Boom. Kills the guy. He walks over to her. Doesn't shoot her. Instead, he says, I got one. You got one. We even now. And he walks away because that's what gangsters do. They walk in the club and they see their homeboy that they know since childhood get murdered, and they don't kill the person to kill him. They just say, oh, we even now."
0: You know what? Sometimes I'm gonna disagree with you on that. Sometimes it's like that. If you if you notice uh, some mob people who respect what you do, like like the mobsters back in the day, if they respected you as a boss or whatever from a from a different crew or whatever, or maybe maybe here they have their their mob and then it's it's. It's the black gangsters or it's it's the white whatever. And if they respected you, it is a one for one. You know, so I'm going to disagree with you there a little bit. That wasn't really unrealistic. You know, he, they they had no beef with her. And Slim knew her. And those were Slim guys. So she, he they knew that, hey, this woman have no beef with us. We have beef with him. He's the one that stole... He's the one that has to pay. Now, they realize that that's her fiancé. So, they shot him. They killed him. They killed Reggie, you guys. Oh, almost took me out when Lance Gross died. I was like, no, don't kill Reggie. But but back to it, yeah. So, when they shot him, you know, I, I would agree with that. Like, some gangsters, they'll be like, okay, you got one. One for one.
1: Okay, using that logic, maybe I can understand. Because later on because it's kind of towards the end now later on what happens is slim asks her for a meeting but we don't know this at the time so it comes around in a circle and you start to realize that hey look maybe slim realizes that reggie is just a complete idiot and that the reason why they're starting to move products and there's no longer any trouble going on is because the trap queen is taking over and he's like hey look you know what i think if we remove him from the equation I get to keep my rep in the streets, I get to get my revenge, and I get to have somebody in charge that's 10 times smarter than the guy was anyway. Now, of course, like I said, we don't know that when it happens. My only thing would be, if you're a woman, and this is the love of your life, this is the only man that you've ever loved, this is the man that you start trapping for, this is the man that you're risking going to prison for the rest of your life for, you see him get gunned down, and this guy's four feet away from you, you aren't even going to attempt to shoot him
0: i i would i would attempt to shoot him i mean that's it's it's you know that's the love of your life however you made a point Demez. you made a point now this was your point you said that unique was a little bit more excited about the wedding than she was so maybe at this time she full trap mode i mean I'm not going to say she didn't attempt on his life, but maybe she felt like if I did attempt on his life right now, then that's going to cause nothing but chaos. I'm going to lose my life. My people are going to lose their lives. It's going to be all bad. So just wait.
1: I, I I could respect that 48 hours later. Okay. In the moment, <laughs> in the moment when you see fresh blood and you see your man who was just talking to you three seconds ago, dead, I can't see you saying. Oh, I'm unloading. I'm Tony Montana. You know, I'm Tony <laughs> Montana. Well, that's that's a bad example. I guess I can't right. see you saying I'm A1 jail. and I'm just gonna chill and let it happen. Nah, bro. Somebody somebody gotta die that night. Let's was, was go be some casket carrying and funeral crying. I, I don't know what the real
0: flower flower pushing and and something singing.
1: Yeah, whatever it is. You can say both of us, <laughs> we got to work on our... We're
0: having a hard time here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> anyway.
0: So, what happens next? Did she get her to revenge?
1: She does get her revenge. What happens next is Slim sends flowers because that's kind of what gangsters do. Totally Randy mentioned the mob. Slim kind of took a mob approach. Everybody's at the house. It's kind of somber, um, quiet. It's just um, unique and crystal in the room and unique walks up to her and says hey look slim sent you some flowers with a card what does the card say the card says uh you know what we're a podcast i can say this the card says fuck you pay me that's what the card says and in that moment she looks at it like does he serious does he really want his money and unique's like yes he wants his money and what does the newly found trap queen say
0: I don't remember what she said, cause I'm stuck on the f bomb he just dropped on our podcast. It's gonna be "f you pay me, no more f bombs." to Max White.
1: We no 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 no. This is a podcast. We are we are uh, we are fully functioning podcast people now, and we are cursing and we are trapping. Today is a trap queen episode. I've guys, never heard... it's
0: just spilling all over him. I'm telling you guys, I, I got sauce on me. He got sauce on him.
1: I've never heard Gucci Man say "f you pay me."
0: Well you know what Burr You heard him say that So listen (laughs) What did she say After she said that Because I don't remember
1: Okay What she said was Set up a meeting I want to talk to him Myself Okay. I want okay. to see what he's yeah, about. I
0: now I remember that. Okay. Demez wants me to remember things verbatim. It's so hard to do that because, you know, I run the social media. Ooh, I just said it. So it's so hard for me to do that because I'm thinking about all you guys' tweets and it's all floating in my head, okay? So I can't remember things verbatim. But, yes, she do. She does set up that meeting to meet Slim. And when she meets Slim, I'm thinking every, it's going to be okay. You know, everything's going to be okay. You know? And, of course, it is Woody the Great, Okay, Woody the Great, Slim from the third episode, you know, story to tell, Woody the Great is playing Slim, okay, the gangster. And shout out to Woody the Great, by the way, Um, you know, you guys might know him from the New Edition movie, he played Bobby Brown, and a little gem for Woody the Great is he started off as a dancer, can you believe that, a dancer, and now he's a full-fledged actor, he's doing really, really great um and you know can't wait to see him just, on more just to things.
1: clarify for the people's holy randy when you say dancing you mean like the chris brown dancing right not like the mail review stuff
0: yes no 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 okay. <laughs> well you would have been a little too young for that but no uh yes like a chris brown dancer so he was a professional dancer not not you know like la Bears or chippendale okay so uh yes but now he's he's You know, he's acting, and he's using all of his talents, you know. I wonder if he can sing, really sing. But uh, he's using all of his talents right now, and he's doing some really, really great things, and we're seeing him in some really great adult roles. He has a a special with Kevin Hart out there, so Woody the Great is all over the place right now, and, you know, you make sure you guys uh, follow him on Twitter at Woody underscore the Great. So anyway...
1: Wait, one more thing about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Later on tonight, or, well, tonight, tomorrow... Whenever you listen to this podcast, I want you to check out Talking Tales Podcast on Twitter. What's the exact Twitter handle?
0: The Twitter handle is Talking Tales Pod. That's T A L K I N G. T A L E S P O D. Talking Tales Pod.
1: Okay. I want you to check out Talking Tales Pod tomorrow because we have something special for you. And I've I've been thinking about this and totally Randy just mentioned the new edition movie. But you know what I really like? I really like how all these guys still support each other. Um with the great Keith Powers, uh my man sing Algie. That's always Smith. um that's always got a shirt off.
0: I think I'm saying it right. Algie Smith, A-L-G-E-E. G E E.
1: I I don't know. Um he's a real he's singing in real life too. Uh he plays Oh,
0: you're saying you're t- talking about um Luke. Yeah, Luke. Luke James. All
1: right. All these guys, you know, they're all young African American actors. They all support each other. I constantly see them like shouting each other out on social media. Um, they all support each other's episodes, you know, with Talking Tales or with Tales. So I really appreciate that. I really like that. And tomorrow on Talking Tales Pod, you know, we're gonna kind of like try to tweet some of these guys and let them know, hey, look, you know, we like what you're doing and we like your characters and we like how you all supporting each other. So look out for that tomorrow.
0: Yes, definitely. And uh, I did tweet out because I was so. I was so shocked at RTL. RTL is like loving Woody the Great, and when Lance Gross when Reggie died, okay, I, I saw a couple of Rip Reggies, but not really, not on RTL. I'm like, who are we following? But when when Slim died, so that that meeting that they had, uh, after she let him get out everything he wanted, she shot him. She got her revenge and and you can hear the sorrow in her voice when she walked up to him and she was like it's suffocating isn't it you know because she's feeling the pain from her the love of her life dying and so when woody died my whole TL was ready to jump in the casket with him. Like everyone was like, I can't believe I sat through 56 minutes of Tails just to see Slim one minute and he's dead. And he actually retweeted that tweet from us. Uh, our whole TL jumping in Woody the Great's casket with him. So shout out to Woody the Great uh, for being on social media and actually interacting with the whole Tails family. So.
1: And that says a lot about... Characters and the connections we have with them, and the connections we have with their music or not their music, but the music that tells is representing for each episode. What I really enjoy about the Widow the Great character is that he's a really serious guy. He's a serious guy that literally falls in love, and when he sees that that love isn't being reciprocated, he goes back into gangster mode. And women like that. On the flip side, you have Lance Gross that's incredibly attractive incredibly charming but what's a big turnoff to a lot of women is just being dumb and you have the two opposites you have one guy that's moving in silence he knows what to do he knows how to be quick on his feet and the other guy is selling drugs out of the club and doing it himself and that goes to show you like this whole episode we didn't see slim one time we heard people talk about him we saw his guy selling drugs for him picking up money for him Touching product form. What do we see Reggie doing this whole episode?
0: He's trapping. I mean, but that's what he that's what he was supposed to be. He was supposed he was supposed to be trapped. I mean, they're they're in there cooking it up. Like you listen to the lyrics, like if you get the lyrics of Trap Queen, he's cooking dope with his girl. So Slim is actually above his pay grade. They were trying to be Slim.
1: Yeah, but the thing is totally Randy the song Trap Queen, you're right about something. Mm-hmm. He is cooking it up with his girl. But he's the distro. In the trap house. Right. And all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And after that, he gives it to the young she boys to Right, 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 right. So Reggie never had to Reggie, do that. right. He could have had exactly. the strippers do it from the beginning. True. He didn't do that until his woman came to him and said, hey, babe, what are you doing? Let these girls handle that because if they get caught, she specifically told them that. And she told it to him with a very gangster stance. Mm-hmm. She looked at him and said, if y'all get caught with any of this stuff, it ain't our fault, and y'all bet not say nothing.
0: Right, she did.
1: And Reggie, on the other hand, was like, hey, girl, give me the cash. I'll give you the drugs. You give me the cash. I'll give you the drugs. And what I'm saying is I think a lot of times we look at these characters like they're real people, and we say to ourselves, that guy's fine. Do I want to be with a guy that's going to give me 10 of life?
0: You know what? And and, and I, I really hate that narrative that, that he put into that because – Lance Gross is probably the guy outside of the trapping that you would probably want to be with because he's faithful and he loves his girl. You know, it's it's so funny that the guy in the beginning he had his friend in the beginning of the, the episode was like, Man, how how do you, you know, have your woman here with all of this, you know, meat coming in and out or whatever and he was like, My girls are my girls and my woman's my woman and I felt like that's what set it up to make it seem like you know, well, he was going to be on some affair, cheating kind of stuff, but he wasn't. He was really, really faithful. And I hate that we have the narrative sometimes that it has to be either or, because the slim dude is definitely all over the place when it comes to women. But Reggie is like, you hate that he fell into the dumb role because he was the good bad guy. You know, that there's a such thing called a good bad guy. <laughs> and Reggie, I think, personified the good bad guy.
1: Yeah, you could be a good bad guy but at the end of the day you don't have to be one or the other you can have a, you can be a guy that has a good heart True. that has good intentions that brings you women flowers that buys her things it's just an amazing guy and you can also be the guy that signs some papers that you ain't know what you sign and you lose the house
0: but you know what slim is slim is heartless and can those two men exist in the same person can you be that gangster and heartless and cold and still be faithful and love one woman and be good to your woman and build a family. Like, can they, do they exist in the same I, person?
1: I mean, be honest with you, um, we would have to sit down with Dr. Phil. If you're listening, Dr. Phil, you can come on Talking Tales pod and talk to us. Dr. Phil L-
0: don't know anything about being gangster.
1: Dr. Phil is very gangster. I don't know anybody that has that whole bald head thing with the half hair going on and they've been that <laughs> successful before. Outside Larry David. Hey, Kirby Enthusiasts came back. Shout out to them guys. But normally they wear toupees or hats or something. So you gotta be real gangster mm. to go in there with the Yeah. Get off subject for a second. All right, so we watched it at the end of the episode.
0: So Femme Fatale. So you, you see her uh take her stance. You know, her club is, is is still open. It's called Reggie's. Everybody's in all white, like they're pure, like, you know, the whole all white is pure, like we're we're ready. Like this is a new beginning, it's fresh you know and we are ready to take this role i'm ready to take this role as trap queen with me being the femme fatale the 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 trap queen and unique being my side chick she's my ride or die my down since day one chick and then you have the other guy who's like her muscle
1: yeah and that's that's another thing that i liked about the ending what i don't like about a lot of shows is that they don't give you a complete storyline so you'll have a character like crystal who'll shoot the kingpin and shoot all his guys and then she become, and then she says to him right before he dies i'm gonna take all your corners i'm gonna take all your trap houses i'm gonna take all your money how is she gonna do that when she just started trapping like a year ago well in this case the guy comes out the back with the shotgun and she looks at him and says you are my partner now and she looks at unique and says you are my partner now so basically She does not have a foothold in the stripper world. She doesn't have a foothold in the trap world. She just knows what she wants out of life. And she brings these two people together with her to say, you know what you're doing over here, you know what you're doing over here, and I know how to lead. Right. And that's what makes her the essence of a trap queen. It's not always that you have the connections or that you about this life. It's that you have the common sense and the know-it-all to say, hey, I know what I want to do, and I got the people with me. And that's the final scene where they're on stage and he's standing on the left and Unique standing on the right and she's standing in the middle with the mic in her hand and, you know, it's like a Labor Day party in Miami.
0: Right. (laughs) And, you know, of course, there's a light that shines down. Uh, I guess that's Reggie giving his blessing and she's like, I love you, Reggie, and, you know, gives him one last I love you and I thought that that was actually um, pretty, pretty awesome. To see that, uh, like, he's giving her her blessing or something like that. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Okay. So, totally randy, we're about to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, So, we're going to do something new that we didn't do the first three episodes. And we're going to play a little game. Okay. Okay.
0: I didn't know about this, guys, so bear with me. <laughs> okay.
1: You know, makes for good radio. All right. So, totally Randy. on a scale of 1 to 10, how true did this episode of Tales stay to the song Trap Queen?
0: Uh, it's interesting you say that I was just looking up the lyrics and I think it it stayed pretty true to, uh, to it you know exactly what they were they were doing you know uh, he was saying he hit the strip club with this with this girl he get the dope with this girl that's exactly what they were doing Um, he talks about how pretty his girl is how he loves her how they're married to the money he introduced her to the to the game and that's exactly what uh, you know, Reggie did. He introduced her to the game. They're in the strip club. Um, there's people hating on them, you know, and they, they are balling out, you know? And so the trap queen, Fetty Wop's trap queen is basically him saying that, Hey, he saw this woman. She was beautiful. She's awesome. He introduced her to the game and she rides like Bonnie did Clyde.
1: One out of 10 told her, Randy.
0: Okay. Ten. (laughs) Ten. Okay.
1: Um, I have to give it a 7.5.
0: To stay true to the lyrics, to the song?
1: Because when I hear Fetty Wap's Trap Queen, Mm. I do not think of the woman that was on this episode, which is really good because it makes you think. It makes you as a creative say, wow, why didn't I think of that? But I think of like, you know, a chick that has like a teardrop under her eye and like was raised up in the game, but she never was in the game. So she was from the hood. She did whatever. Because I just don't know a lot of women that go from corporate America doing accounts to, like, shooting people um, in a span of three, four months.
0: Why not? You ever seen Snapped?
1: Yeah, but see, Snapped is about women that go crazy because guys are cheating.
0: No, 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 no. Like, you, you've—or or what or is it, Snapped? There's another one called, like, Locked Up or something like that. There are plenty of women that were, that were in corporate America— Doing their thing, and then guys came and totally that love will make you do things you never thought you would do.
1: Maybe, maybe, but like I said, I what how to say it? I said what I said.
0: <laughs> NeNe leaks. So really, you I, gonna go there?
1: I, I said no. no, hey, no.
0: <laughs> That's a NeNe leaks. Everybody know I nope, said nope, nope. what I
1: said. I don't know who NeNe leaks is. Because <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the person I know that named that she making bad jokes on stages. I don't want to be associated with that right okay, now.
0: Okay, all right. Okay.
1: So anyway, I said what May said okay okay well anyway
0: now you're changing it like Cardi B
1: that's (laughs) another podcast for another time (laughs) well anyway I'm Demes White
0: I'm totally Randy wait before we go before we go we did one last poll I'm sorry about that guys we did one last poll on social media and it says so after this Tales on BET Trap Queen episode are y'all still Bonnie and Clyde ride or die Demes, what do you think the, the percentages were the answers were for life or did you see Reggie and Slim? I got to say for life. So you think more for life? Yeah. 34% said for life and 66% said, did you see Reggie and Slim?
1: That's that's why people are not getting married now. People not getting engaged. Y'all not willing to like go sell drugs and die for people. <laughs> that's horrible. You know, when I get married, I'm going to sell drugs. I'm gonna cook cocaine. I'm going I'm to smoke apples. Whatever I got to do for my woman and she's gonna do the same for me I'm disappointed to y'all talking Tales pod I'm disappointed
0: and that, on that note I definitely say we are ending we cannot wait to see you well we cannot wait for you guys to hear us and tweet with us next Tuesday and then listen to the podcast on next Wednesday
1: shout out BT. shout out Irv Gotti Tales good night.
0: on BT and visionary ideas
1: hey I'm the writer she the one hands all that y'all listen to her.
0: So I'm totally Randy.
1: I'm James White,
0: and this is Talking Tales, the podcast.